0: Live from the Business Radio X studio inside Renaissance Bank, the bank that specializes in understanding you. It's time for North Fulton Business Radio.
1: And hello again, everyone. Welcome to another edition of North Fulton Business Radio. I'm John Ray, and folks, we are broadcasting from inside Renaissance Bank in beautiful Alpharetta. And if you're tired of the mega bank experience, if you're at one of those banks, you know what I'm talking about. And you may be grinding your teeth right now just thinking about it. Well, if that's the way you feel, then you need to make a change. And my suggestion is to check out Renaissance Bank. I have found with my clients they've got a terrific combination. They're big enough to handle pretty much any need you can throw at them but they're small enough to deliver those services in a personal way. So if you're looking for something like that in your bank uh, and, your, and, and with your bankers, uh, go to renaissancebank.com, find one of their local offices, and give them a call. And I think you'll be glad you did. Renaissance Bank, understanding you, member FDIC. And now I want to welcome Daniel Sosby and Heather Fleming. Daniel and Heather are with MST. Daniel, Heather, welcome. Thank you, John. Thanks for having us. Yeah, great to have both of you. Uh, let's talk about MST and how you're serving folks out there.
2: Well, we are a regional firm here in Georgia with four offices. MST, formerly known as M.S. Tiller, Moore-Stevens Tiller. I like to get that out there because a lot of people still think, hey, wh- who's MST? But it's actually Moore-Stevens Tiller our old name, rebranded to MST. Okay. So we're a full-service CPA firm, tax assurance, and advisory
1: Got it, and the the um, why did the name change? Just
2: growth. Um, long story short, <laughs> it has to do with a um an organization we're a part of. Okay, more, more global, so it's a large affiliation of more firms across the nation, actually, actually across the globe. It ah. gives us um reach to do things globally instead of just here in Georgia. But they rebranded, therefore we rebranded. I
1: got you. Okay, that's a that's a. That's a good reason. So let's talk a little bit about the two of you before we get into how you how you uh, do what you do for clients. So uh, Heather, maybe we can start with you. So talk about your your background. And why why there are a lot of different accounting firms. Why MST?
0: Sure. So um, I have been with MST for the last two and a half years. Mm-hmm. Prior to that, I was at home raising three children, and prior to that, I was a banker. So um, oh, God bless you. <laughs> Right On Re- both of those fronts, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Went from recovering banker to stay-at-home mom yeah. to back in the real world. Um So it's been quite the journey. And MST had been a longtime friend from my banking days and mm-hmm. stayed in touch with some partners at MST over the years. And called me about three years ago because they had decided that it was time to put together a business development team. Daniel had, had started that process, but they really wanted a team to get our name out there. Sure. Right when we changed our name. Okay. So, okay, cool. um, and when that opportunity was presented to me, I, I tell everybody that I would not have come out of retirement for just anybody. Mm. It was the culture, the people, the work life balance. Mm. Um, the opportunity to be back in the business world and making reconnecting with my old banker friends and old business partners and companies that I worked with back when I was a banker Mm -hmm. many, many years ago. So, um, that's how I got to where I am and I'm happy that I made that choice. And it's been a great transition from being at home with my kids to back in the real world and, um, Making it making a difference in businesses, and um, what businesses are doing today, and then and within the community as well.
1: Talk, talk about why this may seem obvious, but the you know sometimes the obvious, what seems obvious, uh, needs to be talked about um, because you come up with different ideas about it. Why is it? Why is it so important to the clients of MST that 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 you're a family friendly employer?
0: I think why that's important is because when your the employees are not happy that's going to trickle down to how they treat their clients and mm-hmm. how they service their clients and are we you know are we getting frustrated with our clients when they don't give us their papers on time mm-hmm. no we understand that they have a life outside of work as well and yeah. um and we can be more um what's the word i'm looking for more the, empathetic yes empathetic. Yeah. exactly yeah. that's the yeah. exact word that i was looking for okay being more empathetic yeah but it's
2: just the culture of us saying that work is not first yes family's first work yeah. second yeah got it
0: yeah and, and you know we'll talk about this but the businesses that we're working with are family-owned businesses mm. so they get so you know Family's important to them, obviously, right? as well as their business.
1: Sure. Daniel, what about you? T- talk about your journey and
2: in, in what led you to MST. So I interned with MST in 2006 when I was in college. Got a full-time offer and then started in 07. So I've, I'm, a, I'm a lifer, I guess you can say, for MST. The yeah. only job I've had out of college. Mm-hmm. Uh, same scenario with um, what Heather was saying. A great firm... Uh, that I've just stuck with. They've allowed me to really choose my path. I started out first 12 years as an auditor at the firm. I uh, got to learn a lot of the ropes with other businesses, seeing how they operate. Mm-hmm. And then that's developed into what I love doing, which is just business in general. I just love helping other owners grow their business. So therefore, I am now director of business development at the firm. Mm-hmm. So my real full-time job is how can we make MST better? Is that another line of business? is it organic growth through a certain niche or concentration always looking to acquire other CPA firms out there that may have expertise that we don't have that we can bring on board and then provide that value to our clients so that's that's my task is to make MST better
1: terrific so what 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 i mean people have their own conceptions about accounting firms, right? And particularly people that aren't accounting, accountants or CPAs, they think it's boring and that kind of thing. But y'all do exciting work, really. I mean, because you help businesses that want to get from one place to the next,
2: right? Correct. Yeah. Talk about, talk about that. Well, I like to say we do life with our clients. So with our concentration really in family-owned, privately-held businesses, it's where are you at today? where we want to go mm-hmm. and then how we're gonna get there. Mm-hmm. So it's not just sitting behind the computer looking at numbers and doing a tax return. The tax return or doing the audit is the end result. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's everything that's led to that point. Mm. That's the enjoyable part of let's grow your business. This is how we're gonna get there. And then the byproduct is producing something at the end. Yeah. So we're in their life constantly essentially. We don't want we don't want a client that just delivers a box of papers to us says, hey, produce a tax return. That's not what we want mm-hmm. We want to be in their their life monthly, quarterly, weekly, however they prefer, but we're in there helping them grow
0: yeah we add to add on to that, we tell our clients like we don't want you to be afraid to pick up the phone and call us mm-hmm. and ask a question counting related, whatever, not mm-hmm. whether it's accounting related, but we we want you to pick up the phone and call us and ask those questions mm mm-hmm. that's what we're here for.
1: Don't surprise us with something
2: at the end. Yeah.
1: (laughs) That too. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, so you, you have got uh, clients that are mostly family businesses or, or a lot of them are family businesses, not all of them, but a lot of them are. Um, why do you like working with family businesses? Why that focus?
2: I think that's, that's what we do. That's what our firm is our firm is a family owned, essentially privately held. we like to call it a family. So if we know how we operate, we can r- relate well to our clients that way. Mm-hmm. So we kind of stay away from highly regulated things that really don't fit our mold. So therefore we're in the family business, the privately held arena. Cause that's what we do. And that's what we know. Yeah. And it's usually generational, just like a CPA firm. When you're trying to do succession planning for the next generation of partners, are you building a pipeline there for our own firm? Are you doing that for your business? Are you building your pipeline for who's going to run it next? Who's going to run that location? We think that way. And that's when we think we can help those clients that way too. Got it.
1: Got it. Uh, folks were here chatting with Daniel Sosby and Heather Fleming and Daniel and Heather are with MST here in the uh, Metro Atlanta area. So, um, what what are some of the specific issues that you're seeing with family businesses today? I mean, I know every every business is its own unique entity, and every family is unique, but what,
2: what are some of the common themes that you're seeing with your clients? Well, one thing we've honed in on over the last three years, really since 2019, the catchphrase in our industry is client accounting services, but what that means to the public, I say, is outsourced accounting virtual CFO. Mm-hmm. Okay. So even for CPAs and for the business owner, it's hard to find qualified accounting staff in the workplace. It's just Mm -hmm. hard. So with 2019 and really with the advent, everything becoming more in the cloud, Mm -hmm. accounting systems in the cloud, your POS systems are in the cloud, your CRMs in the cloud that gives anyone access to the data that you get permission to, right? Mm -hmm. They don't have to be on premise in an office. Mm. Therefore, a small business can outsource their accounting to a CPA firm. We can come in to our monthly meetings, weekly meetings, quarterly, whatever, but we're in your data mm. daily. Mm-hmm. And what I like to say too, is if you come in and you hire MST as an outsourced accounting, virtual CFO, there's a redundancy aspect to it because you're always given a team of two or three individuals instead of just hiring one on one in your in, in house person. Mm-hmm. Therefore, if they're sick vacation, whatnot. You always have someone to call on. So that is what we've been keying in on the last three to four years is the outsource accounting just to help uh, the small to mid-sized business really live through COVID. COVID expedited this process because like they were trying to figure out how to work remotely. We were able to implement systems to do that. And then just with a lack of workforce, it just grew from there and 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 we've been helping many, many businesses doing outsource accounting virtual CFO work.
1: Yeah. And, you know, the business owners are, of course, very attuned to their own industry, their own business, and their own circumstances, but not necessarily clued in on everybody else's. Um, um, what a lot of them may not know is the, there's an, a major shortage of accountants, right? And they're just, they're more retiring than are coming into yep. the profession, which is a kind of a long term secular trend, right? Correct. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, what that means is, if you're trying to find problem's not going so are all anymore.
0: the cpa firms and- yeah, that's right. <laughs> right.
1: if you're trying to find an uh an accountant to replace that person who's just retired in your business right right you're competing against people like you that Us. are that yeah that are that are going after them and
0: um well we have the capability and the manpower to Mm -hmm. be out at the colleges recruiting and right they they probably don't have that
1: well yeah i mean the the small business exactly right exactly they don't have that and which which and there's no reason they should right Right. um um so the talk about the whole aspect you mentioned going to the cloud let's talk about let's talk about going to the cloud and how that helps um the process of It makes outsourced accounting and CFO work so much easier,
2: right? Historically, our firm prior to 2019, the work we perform was called bookkeeping and bookkeeping is more historical. You gather the data from the client, they send you bank statements, credit cards, they send you an old QuickBooks file, something like that. We reconcile it, produce a set of financials and or tax return from it. And that's bookkeeping. Mm Mm-hmm. Outsource accounting virtual CFO is real time. Therefore, that's why the cloud is it's a necessity. You can't do it without it. Because we want to be able to catch transactions either that day, the next day, within that week, mm-hmm. be able to apply it with, to a budget and or a forecast to see how well you're matching up. In, in traditional old bookkeeping, that was never done because you're looking either month to month, a quarter in arrears. Mm-hmm. But outsource accounting virtual CFO is real time. And that's what the cloud allows you to do is have that real-time access.
0: Yeah. Clients would could find themselves in a cash flow crunch mm-hmm. because it was a rears look. Yeah. And when you're in a cash flow crunch and you got payroll on Friday, yeah, what do you do? Right. So it's, it's nice to have that real-time data mm-hmm. and not
2: a month behind. And like I said, it's, it's multiple eyes on it too. We always have a team or two or three, so it's not just one person's opinion and or one person catching an issue. It's two or three people in there that can trigger one thing or flag that one, and and that's the beauty of it. I guess this may be a difficult
1: question to answer, uh, but there's certainly maybe a a qualitative way to talk about it. Is what, what what's the return? on that investment for a business? Oh, that's a great question. Right. Yeah. I mean, because a lot of business, I mean, let's face it, a yeah. lot of businesses, um, their idea of bookkeeping or accounting is a Nike shoebox, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> and so, and so therefore we're talking, we're talking to you folks, uh, uh, the, the benefit that comes from intentionality around your accounting and having someone stay on top of it. Like you're talking about
2: um it's a good question. I would say from a like I ballpark it from a monetary standpoint the return is if you outsource and do, do virtual CFO or fractional I mean you're in the ballpark of 70 to 80% of what a full-time employee may be mm-hmm. roughly. Mm-hmm. So you can say that's a 30 to 20% return on that employee to your bottom line versus hiring someone in house and outsourcing it because mm-hmm. there's a there's economies of scale there. By outsourcing it, you're just not paying the full load of salary and benefits versus just contracting it out to us, essentially. And then from a a qualitative standpoint, I like to think it's the continuing education because as CPAs, we're always doing continuing ed. So we're out either at job fairs or career fairs or um, just types of conferences, whether it's industry specific or just the big. CPA conference. Mm-hmm. Who are always learning and trying to learn the best practices and/or the best technologies we can implement for that client. And a lot of small to mid-sized businesses just don't have the capacity to send out a controller or a, a manager or something like that to continue to do the continuing ed to see that.
1: You answered that question in a different way than I was expecting, and I like it by the way, um, because that that framed it in a in a the way I wasn't thinking, and I was what I was getting at which means there's a whole lot more value to this than uh, where I was thinking is, is the value of being able to catch those mistakes, um, early, right. Mm -hmm. To be able to, um, forecast better, improve your revenue. Right. I mean, um, so there's some financial benefits to the business. Yes. That are, and I know they're, I know they vary by business and I, I get that, but, um, and I don't know if you've seen any industry studies on on how an outsourced how much better a, a business performs that has outsourced accounting services versus not but um
2: there's got to be some tangible bottom line benefits to the business i would say yes to that but i can i can honestly say i haven't looked at it from that perspective mm-hmm. i think about it more or less from the education of our staff
1: which then is just, which
2: is important to talk about 100% yeah. but then yeah. that just leads to the fact that reduces variables. Yeah. So if we're in it and we're learning it and we're trying to educate ourselves continually, mm-hmm. we may have a better shot at picking up something yeah that just one person would have picked up instead.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um and a forward look as opposed to continually looking at your business through the rearview mirror, I mean people don't drive looking at the rearview mirror, right? So <laughs> They look out the windshield, and so this is really what you're talking about, right? Correct. Is is being up to date so you can man- manage in a forward
2: looking way. That's correct. I mean, yes. Okay. Because a lot of times, a small to mid sized business, they may even have the they may not have the financial means to hire a CFO. Mm-hmm. They may just have that more senior accountant who can. Do the transactional work. Books are clean, but can they build you a forecast? Do mm. they build you a budget? Right. And if we want to add that second or third location, what does that look like? Mm. Can they help you with financing? Can they help you with finding a bank relationship? Mm. Those are all the things that as a firm, we're well connected, not just in our CAS department, but our assurance and tax department too. We have the relationships with the bankers and the attorneys who can point you in the right direction to say, hey, let's go find financing for that equipment or financing for that location or we need to add three more employees. How are we going to do that?
1: Got it. Daniel Sosby and Heather Fleming folks, they are with MST. So if I'm a business and I'm listening to this interview and I'm, I'm thinking, okay, I'm, I'm tired. I'm tired of doing this myself. I want to outsource this. Um, or my, you know, uh, uh, Bonnie, the best bookkeeper in the world just retired and I need to, you know, do something. Um, how does the process work? Yeah, I, I get you. I get you on the phone, and how how does it work?
0: Yeah. So yes, get we will do an initial meeting conversation with a company, and you know the what kind of accounting software are you using? Are you are you already cloud based? Are you not? Okay, we need we need to get you cloud based. Here's mm-hmm. how we can go that process, but just asking those basic questions um so an initial meeting with a company and then um daniel and his team will want you know journal entry ledgers just to see how many transactions are going through your business on a daily basis and Mm -hmm. from being able to see what goes on on a day-to-day basis we can then come back with okay here's what a fee would be for our services Mm -hmm. and it you know we do we try to do it in even um Stage one, phase one, phase two, phase three. Here are the three phases that we can, how we can do this for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just have those conversations. Mm-hmm. It's pretty simple. They can reach out to Daniel or I, go to our website, com, And there's a page dedicated to our client accounting services group. Um, but really it's a conversation.
2: Yeah. I mean, I like to think it's an It's an interview. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We're interviewing them and they're interviewing us. Mm -hmm. They're hiring us essentially as an employee. Yeah. That's Mm. the way I like to think is most of them have my cell phone number. I get texts seven days a week from our clients (laughs) because I want them to give us feedback and Mm -hmm. and what needs to be done. Or they had a thought on Saturday. We got to tackle it on Monday. Mm. Um, So we interview, they interview us. It's a set fee typically for most of our cas related jobs just like you were paying an employee a set amount per month we don't want them to have surprises
0: yeah
1: oh i applaud that uh. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, don't
0: want their surprises and we're they, not gonna they, give them uh,
1: so you don't send out any uh um uh hourly billings that uh, <laughs> uh, that went way over
2: uh right surprise bills right there is a asterisk and the engagement letter that does say if something happens outside of scope and that's understandable, right, right. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, but um, but no, seriously, people don't know what this cost, and right right, they don't know how many hours it takes for you to do this or that or whatever, and correct. so for you to aid aid them in understanding that, hey, this is about what it what this well, is what we're going to do correct. this is the 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 product we're going to give you, Correct.
2: right? And here's the price. That's mm-hmm. why I say it's like an interview because we want your job description. Mm-hmm. You are hiring this person in-house. What would you ask them to do? Mm-hmm. We look at that and we say, we can do it for this. Yeah. Yeah. That makes perfect sense.
1: So let's talk about the types of um, family businesses. That's a big topic. So let's talk about maybe <laughs> do you have some industry, um, uh, I guess, preferences and, and uh, expert particular areas of expertise that you um
2: cover or what have you we do on the on the for profit side um we have a concentration i guess you can say in construction and contractors okay uh, how, uh wholesale and distribution type products um
0: professional services professional services technology correct big medical mm-hmm. and dental okay yeah. <laughs> Yeah,
2: okay. there's not much, and it, that's why we say family-owned and privately held. There's not much we don't touch, mm. and it's and it really comes back to the relationship with the client. If we think we can work together, we have a level of expertise in your industry. We typically tackle it. Mm-hmm. They also, the other, other than for-profit work, we also do nonprofit work. We do have a what I can say a concentrated niche in private foundations mm-hmm. there, but um, we also have some community foundation work and other. F- oh what I call business oriented nonprofits. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
1: Terrific. Yeah. I would love it. Maybe if you could share a success story or two, uh, uh a client experience, a client that, that or two that, um, you know, I've mentioned names. Of course you're in the confidentiality business, but, right. um, but the, 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 circumstances of which that, uh, they're pretty pleased yeah. about what you've done for them. And, uh, they're, they're a good example of yeah. what people can expect when they do business with you. So, I
0: would tell this maybe a story about a client who um, had turnover in their accounting department.
2: 100%. That- yes. So, actually, we were part of a just ended, I guess you can say, last Friday. Back in 2020, we took on a client into our CAS services mm-hmm. whose books were essentially what I'd call a wreck. Mm-hmm. We had to rebuild. A QuickBooks file for them from, mm. from, from a historical standpoint to, I guess, mid 2020. And then through the 2020 COVID 21, 2022, and into last week, our sole purpose was to continue to do budgeting and forecasting for them live financial results. And we actually worked with a broker to get them sold. Wow. So they closed last Friday to sell their business. So That's, I wow. like to think, and, and they, and they they have said, and I like to say it's legit that we walk them through that process yeah. to rebuild financials, to help them grow, get through COVID, and then they were able to cash out and sell last week.
1: That's wonderful. Now, did they have plans to in 2020 when you started working on their stuff, or what? What, what was the timeline?
2: There was a there was intention to do it. Yeah. We, there, i don't from my standpoint I don't really recall a timeline as to when that was going to happen but we were brought in to help this get right and for, and, and well I say unfortunately they have been sold but I think we've impressed the the buyer enough to where they're going to carry us on into the future with the with a new owner so that's
1: outstanding congratulations you know. on that Thank you. and I guess what I'm getting to is the point if if uh people are listening to this uh, interview and they're planning to exit their business. Correct. They can't start, uh, three months ahead, right? (laughs) This is years. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So they, they need to, um, uh, lay the groundwork and, and that's
2: what you provide an essential piece of, right? That's correct. I mean, we work, that's one way that's family owned is from the beginning stages of, uh, and, of a business all the way through the exit strategy, whether it's through a, a family member buying it or a third party or private equity coming in. That's what we do. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, let, one thing before we uh, wrap it up, it, it occurs to me is just the, the value of the stress that you take off of people when it comes to, um, well, you know, getting their financials done um, talking to the bank being able to supply financials to the bank, right? Being able to get uh, everything, knowing that everything's going to be ready by tax time and they don't have to worry about that, like they maybe in previous years they've had to. I mean, the value of just that stress relief has got to be huge.
0: Yeah. Um, I would say that, yeah, we're all going to be under these deadlines September fifteenth, tomorrow. Right, it's tomorrow (laughs) as we record this.
1: That's right, (laughs) so true. Um,
0: but yeah, not just not having that stress of are they going to be turned in on time? Mm -hmm. You know, because there's penalties to not filing on time, and Mm -hmm. having that trusted source that you know is, if it's on the client accounting services side, they're helping you get that stuff done and get it to the right people in time to have your taxes returns prepared properly. Um, so
2: And I would say nine times out of 10, an entrepreneur is not financially driven from a background standpoint, from a financial. It's like they know the product they're trying to sell. They know what they're trying to build. But the accounting in the background is not their passion. So even if they hire someone in-house, they still have to overlook and oversee to see the person I hire, are they doing this right? Are they actually competent? Is their resume right? Are they mm-hmm. doing what they say they're doing? I'd like to think if you can hire a CPA firm to outsource that accounting, you still need to look over your work because you can't rely on us. You still need to know the financials, but you can have that little more assurance that, Hey, these people know what they're doing. They're advertising it. This is what they're supposed to do. And it lets the entrepreneur do what they're good at, which mm-hmm. is either sell, build, build, distribute whatever that may be yeah and just let them focus on what they're good. Yeah. Yeah. that that uh
1: what great work you're doing. Uh Daniel Sosby and Heather Fleming, uh Daniel and Heather are with MST. Uh Daniel, Heather, this has been great. I can't imagine there aren't some folks that would want to be in wouldn't want to be in touch and learn more about you and your work, so let's give them the directions on how to do that.
0: Sure. Um, Like I said before, our website, mstiller.com is a great way to start. There's a contact us button on there and um, you can find out more about our firm and the different areas that we serve as our clients. Or my email is hfleming at mstiller.com. Email me. I'd be happy to hear from you and answer any questions you might have. And Daniel...
2: Yeah, the same for me. My profile is actually on the website, too, and I think my LinkedIn uh, link is on the website as well, mm-hmm. but dsosby at com or find me on LinkedIn at Daniel Sosby.
1: Terrific. Uh, Daniel Sosby, Heather Fleming from MST. What a pleasure. Thank you so much for coming in. Congratulations on the work you're doing.
0: Oh, thank you, John. Thank you.
1: Hey, folks, just a quick reminder. If you have, we talked about Accounting and bookkeeping. Well, what about those administrative tasks that are piling up? That you're doing, and they're piling up because you're doing them instead of you're You've got a person that's devoted to that that takes all that stuff off your plate, so you can focus on clients and prospective clients. Well, the whole the team at Office Angels can help. They have a whole team of angels that uh, provide a variety of tasks and. The only issue is you just picking up the phone and calling and explaining what your problem is, and they'll take that problem off your hands. Um, I know of their work because they do work for me, and they do fabulous work. I couldn't run my business without them. Six seven eight five two eight zero five zero zero. If you're shy, uh, you can check. The website, officeangels.us, but my suggestion is just call them at that number, six seven eight five two eight zero five zero zero 528 500 and uh, let them know we sent you, and you'll be glad that you did that because they will save you a whole lot of time and stress and worry um, on a lot of things that you don't need to be spending time on today. And folks, just a quick reminder, I've got a book coming out later this year. It's called The Price and Value Journey, Raising Your Confidence, Your Value, and Your Pricing Using the Generosity Mindset Method. Uh, If you want to know more about that book, go to pricevaluejourney.com. You can sign up for updates on when it's coming out. It'll be uh, right near the end of 2023, Um, so you can uh, get more information on that. Um, A big thank you to our listeners. You have supported us uh, it just in ways we can't even begin to uh recount and i am so grateful for you uh we're coming up on show number 700 for north fulton business radio and uh that's quite a milestone And we've only gotten this far because of you you continue to share the show when you hear of uh, someone whose services you know someone else might need and Please continue to do that uh, We, as we feature great business leaders like Daniel and Heather who do great work, and that work deserves to be found. And uh, so thank you for that, and thank you for your support. Thank you for all the kind words we get from you. We appreciate you. So for my guests, Daniel Sosby and Heather Fleming, I'm John Ray. Join us next time here on North Fulton Business Radio.